Hey, Slay. Hey, everyone. It's me, Jay, and I'm with my girl, Nina. And welcome back to the No Stylist Left Behind podcast. Nina, you're so special to me. Duh. You're so special <laughs> to me. <laughs> How are you, my friend? We I'm have... Yeah. I'm sorry. Let me, so let me ask you how you are again so you can really tell me how you're doing. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> how are you, my friend? I'm doing fabulous. <laughs> I'm glad we're back. I know. I'm glad we're back. I'm glad that, well, I'm super excited about our special guests, guests that we have today. And Ooh, um, I don't think they're ready. Nope, they're not. We tried to, we try to prep people as best as possible, but, but you know how it goes unedited, unfiltered. So it's going down today, but I'm so excited. I'm so happy, beyond happy that you're here in LA. And we went out the other night and we had an interesting evening <laughs> to say yes. the least. <laughs> yes. It was absolutely shout out to Laurel Hardware, my favorite restaurant, hashtag not sponsored yet. Yes. Um, yeah. So we went there. It was very vibey. So let's talk about like the first part. Like vibes on vibes on vibes. Oh my like God. Vibes. I know this is your favorite restaurant. And so you invited my husband and I to go and I was all in. So when we got there, I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I didn't even see the patio yet because I didn't get quite back that far. And then when we went back, I was like, oh my God, I'm moving here. Like I'm going to yes. live, live on the patio. Um, just look at the lights and the trees and everything. And it was just so, and the wallpaper and the, the candles, everything was just perfect. And then when I found out that we had a table outside, that was it for me. I was sold. Yeah. I, before I got there, um, Nina was like, we're coming back for brunch <laughs> during the day when the weather is perfect and we're going to sit on the patio. And I'm like, yes, on the couch, please. Like, let's go. Yes. And, oh, our first entree, we got truffle fries. Stop. And it was oh. so good. Let me tell you something. Truffle fries are my life. Well, first of all, I have a serious fry problem. I am a French fry addict. I will eat French fries of all shapes and sizes. I love- you Do not discriminate. No, I love French fries. And you throw in some truffle. Oh, um, game over. I'm in. And I love that Vince was like, hey, should we get two of these? Because <laughs> one just isn't enough for the whole table. I mean, come on, get, get real. Would imagine, we would have been like scavengers. <laughs> Like stabbing yes. people with like forks and stuff. It was so good. And then the night took a little turn and um, I posted this and talked about it because you guys know that I'm very open about my anxiety. And honestly, the night went from like the best night ever and living our best life and having so much fun and finally having our husbands meet and it was beautiful and amazing. And then all of a sudden, and if you guys know that if you suffer from anxiety, uh, it just happens and it just, the room closed in and I was like, all of a sudden I'm like, I can't breathe. And then I got sick to my stomach and then I saw the line for the bathroom and then that was it. I was on like a spiral. Like game over. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just, um, actually gets me anxious just talking about it. And I just feel like, because I think a lot of people who have anxiety, they feel like this. There's such a feeling of, um, I ruined the night. I'm so sorry. I put a damper on the evening. Why does this happen? Like I get mad at myself because I can't really control it at times. And it just, ugh, it was like, it turned into something that it really shouldn't have been. And I really did feel bad, but Jay, you saved my soul. Like you literally, that line that you said, I'm getting emotional thinking about it because no one's ever said that to me really. But what you said was you looked at me and you said, Nina, <laughs> and you said, you tell me where your safe space is and we will go there right now. Yeah. And when you have that anxiety and that feeling, it's kind of like, that's all I want really is to feel safe. Like, okay, where can I go that I'm going to feel space? And I mean that I'm going to feel safe. And I, we went outside, we walked around the block, not around the block, down the block. And I, instantly started to feel better. I had air, we were walking, we were talking, and then we went back and then the shit storm started all over again. And then it came back like 
10 times worse. But I just want to thank you for recognizing what I needed at that time. And those words literally changed me, like just not for that moment, but they changed me. And so if you suffer from anxiety and having someone that you, that is with you, that understands what you, what you need and what you're looking for. And it really is to just feel safe. And so thank you so much for that. Oh, of course. And I love you so much. And you know, I, I have anxiety, but it's like, on a different way. Like mm-hmm. it's really surface area. I've maybe had one like full on panic attack and I, it was like the most horrible thing I've ever been through. But my husband goes through these, like he'll disappear. And I know that's him like checking out like oh. in a big crowd. Yep. Um, but I feel like in any relationship, and I think this should be talked about friends, business, partnerships with a spouse, like whatever it is, in those moments where one of you, or if you're with a group, is not doing so well, someone has to pick up and be strong, right? And true friendship or true relationships are being woke on that and like being aware of like really what is happening and then what each other needs. Right. And it's all about, again, adapting and evolving together in a more, you know, relationship way. Right. Um, so I always got you. And I just hope that that line that I said could help someone out there. So if you see someone going through it, just ask them what their safe space is. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of saying, Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, We'll get through this because in the moment you don't feel like you will, but we have to find an area where it feels safer. It's probably not the safest, but it feels safer. And I'm so happy that I got to be there with you. Um, I just have mad respect for you and I love you so much. And I know like how like uninviting that is, but when it comes in, yeah. But listen, we got each other. Yeah. And I just, I just love you and thank you for helping me get through that. And, you know, of course my husband was there too, and he obviously knows me and how I am. And typically I like to leave and then be yeah. alone because I don't like to be bothered. But for you with me, like I felt better with you because you knew how to talk to me and you knew how to make me laugh and get my mind off of it. Like when we were in line for the bathroom and like, you're oh, like, I was dropping jokes. Like <laughs> left and right. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it was the perfect canvas. Cause there was so many people. So I was just like, I know I say next, just to distract. It's like glitter. Yeah. Glitter. Like I was just trying to like really overcome and like you did. that. So and you so good. And when we left and we went down the street and then we came back, I just, you know, I didn't really finalize the whole thing on my post on Instagram, but I was sick. I, I was sick all the way home. I was in a panic and I wasn't feeling safe because now we're in the car. So I'm like, what happens? How do I get out? These are the things I think about. And I was sick till I was up until almost one, two o'clock in the morning, just just really struggling. And that's the duration for me. And then the aftermath is the body shuts down. You feel exhausted. You feel like you've run a marathon. You feel like you've been hit by a truck. You know, the adrenaline is so high and then you crash. And so the whole next day, uh, it's just, I'm exhausted. And um, it just, it's one of those things. And, you know, I feel like I have such a good hold on it, but then when other things happen in my life that are, uh, that spark it, then I feel like then I lose control again. And it's just the kind of ebb and ebb and flow of the anxiety. When I feel like everything is great in my life, I could kind of shut it out. And then when shit is happening, it's like, it sees a crack and it just sneaks right in and then it explodes. But other, I mean, other than that, I mean, we really had an an awesome night and it was so fun to get together and go to your favorite restaurant. And I'm pretty much going to live there, move there. Food was amazing. Um, it was so good. And so, yeah, I just wanted to chat about that a little bit and, and thank you again, because we're going to talk about some of this stuff today with our guests and, um, we're going to talk about relationships. And so are you ready, Mr. J Ladner to bring in our guests? I mean, I'm bring them in, but are you ready for this interview? 
Listen, I have been anticipating this. I am such a fan. And will you please do the honor and bring them on? Yes. So today we have the beautiful and amazing couple, Matt and Jen Martinelli from Canvas Recruit. Welcome, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, guys. Thanks for having us. Yes, guys. This is amazing. We're so excited. Thank you. Yay. I'm so shook right now. <laughs> I am super nervous, but I'll be fine. It's okay. Love you guys. Got this. We're all in this together. And it's it's such a beautiful thing that no silos left behind. Like what we're trying to do is just share truth, right? Like Nina, thank you so much for being so honest and open because I know that's why we're here. And this is why we record, just to make someone's life a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. So let the nerves flow, girl. We got this. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so, and I know, so we met on Instagram. I, I, I reached out to you guys or you reached out to me. I can't even remember at this point. Um, I love what you guys are doing. And we just, I think we vibe because we think so much alike in terms of, you know, personal growth and personal development, which I want to talk about. So why don't you guys tell everybody that's listening today, a little bit about your story. Um, you've been in the beauty industry and all of that good stuff and kind of walk us through your, um, your journey from start to kind of where you are now. And then we'll dive in a little bit deeper. Okay. Yeah. So I have been in the beauty space for about 13 years on the business side of beauty. Um, and being on the business side of beauty over 13 years, um, I actually, I ran marketing and education departments and understanding how big the recruitment issue is in the beauty space, right? Um, About a year ago, I was leading two teams and and pretty happy with my life. I had a great marriage, house, great husband, um, two beautiful kids, but I was finding myself in a place of unfulfillment, right? Like I remember somebody was asking me a couple questions and they're like, but you're so successful and this is so cool. And I was like, what is she talking about? I'm so not successful. I'm so not in the place where I want to be. And I was like, wow, this is a really big issue. Like, why don't I see myself as a success, you know? And they were like, you know, you help thousands of businesses grow and be stronger and better. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I just don't, you know, it doesn't make sense to me. And so I actually ended up going to a seminar where this whole thing happened and led Matt and I to quit our jobs and move across country, um, where it was a seminar about how to become a better speaker. And so I was like, okay, you know, everybody can use becoming a better speaker. But really at the end of the day, the seminar was about how to get to the core purpose of your soul. Um, so that when you stand in front of a group of people, you can really connect with them on a deeper emotional level. And so it literally broke me in half and completely transformed my life um, to the point where she had us go get back to three life-defining moments. And so my three life-defining moments were my mom had me at 17, and so she really didn't know what to do. And my real dad was like, see you later, I'm 17. And so he kind of disappeared. My grandmother, who's an immigrant from Portugal, ended up raising me. I was the youngest of all these kids that lived in this house. Um, And so I felt abandoned. I felt like I was annoying because I was always like that small kid coming into like the greatness of fun. And they were like, oh, pack up. She's here. Let's go. Um, And then I felt really like I was never good enough as a child. And my, my family was wonderful. I mean, they were wonderful people, but these are the things that I started to internalize at a very young age. And so as I grew older, I started to recognize, oh my gosh, this is why I don't call my friends enough or I'm fearful of having close relationships because I fear I'm going to be annoying. And so it legit broke me completely open. Um, And so I started to really step in my power and understand, okay, because of these things, what does that make me as an adult on the positive side? Well, that made me the adult that always wanted to make sure that everybody was heard and that everybody had a voice and that I had, I, it was my sole job to empower everybody because I felt like I never wanted anybody to feel like they didn't have a voice or they weren't empowered. And so I recognized very quickly, like, oh my God, my purpose is empowerment. And so I had known that recruitment was always an issue in the beauty space. And so from a career standpoint, I had been empowering two teams, marketing and education, but I shot out of bed one night and I looked at Matt and I had been practicing all of this mindset stuff and really getting to the root of who I am, why I exist. And I shot out of bed at like 11 o'clock at night and I'm like, Matt, we need to quit our jobs and we need to build this platform because it's going to empower beauty professionals on a massive scale. And that is my purpose. 
Um, and so, I mean, a lot of other things happened, but we were like, let's just test this out. Let's put the house on the market. Let's see what happens. My mom lives in California. So we're like, let's go live with her so we can self-fund this thing. Um, and so we put the house on the market and magical things started to happen. Like our house rented in four days. Like things just started to like, the universe started to deliver things to us that we were like, this was totally meant for us. This is our path. Um, so we both quit our jobs. Matt has a great story about when he went in and quit his job. Um, and we moved across country with our two little kids and we launched about three months ago and I have, I left my car, my house, my family, my friends. I just have my mom here and my sister. Um, and we've never felt more alive. Wow. Oh my God. I am like, I, I mean, I knew a little bit of this story, but you're going so much deeper. So I, first of all, commend you number one for doing that because that takes so much guts to be able to drop your life, move across the country and make shit happen. My other thing is I'm thinking like, Matt, what are you thinking while Jen is I know, I'm like, I want to know. <laughs> yeah. So good question. Um, you know, I, I was so on board because I saw when she really dove into the whole emotional intelligence side and the mindset side, I saw a complete change in a person who, number one, I never thought needed any changing. Um, because I think she's amazing, but the way she just went about life and the mindset that she had just completely transformed her as a mother, as a wife, as a boss. And I was like, holy shit. I'm like, this is incredible. Like to be able to see this firsthand. So we started to do it together. We literally detoxed our entire lives of everything, TV, music. We literally just dove into just watching seminars and podcasts and diving into emotional intelligence and how powerful it is and how great it could be for just understanding your own emotions, but then other people's right in everyday life, whether it's your children or your employees or friends. Um, so when I saw this transformation, I'm like, I was all in. So we just, we started to do it together. We were in, in complete alignment, which is so, so important when you're making these decisions. And because we were vibing together, um, the magic was just everywhere. And the story Jen was talking about. So we start to see like, when you are super present and when you are aligned with the universe, you start to see signs, right? Without getting too like geeky, you start to see signs. So we started to see like numbers that we were following. So like our numbers were like eight and 28 and I was born on 1017. I started seeing like 1017 everywhere. Wow. So I started to see it everywhere. So we had taken a trip to California and we were visiting Jen's mother and she's like, listen, you could, if you do quit your jobs, you come live with me. And I'm in my back. I'm a, I'm a realist. Jen is the more the dreamer. So I'm like, <laughs> like, you know, we have a mortgage, we have two kids, we have two good jobs. Like there's no way we're quitting our job. It was like, let's try to do this on the side and blah, blah, blah. And we were trying to do this on the side, but the needle was moving so slow. So we get back to Jersey and we started to think about it and I came home from work from New York City one night. It was like eight o'clock. I was exhausted. And I walk in the door and Jen's like, I really need you to go to Whole Foods and get strawberries for the kids. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, had it. I'm like that and a couple F bombs. So I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'll go to I'll go to Whole Foods and get strawberries. It was like a Wednesday night, and I'm like, this is like crazy. So I go to Whole Foods and, and now we were like really considering like quitting my job. Like I was like, maybe I will just quit my job because this is so serious. And this is really what we want to do. But I was really unsure. And I go to Whole Foods and I was on, um, I was like doing intermittent fasting, right? Because I was working a new job in New York City. I wasn't going to the gym. So I was like really, really watching my diet. And I pick up the strawberries and I'm lying. I see these chips and I'm like you, I'm, I'm an addict for like chips and fries. Yes. And I'm like, I'm like, do I get these chips? And I'm like, no, I put them down. Like I'm not, I'm being so good. I'm not getting these chips. So I'm like, you know what? F it. I'm getting these chips. I deserve it. I've been so good. Yes. I go to pay. It comes to $10 and 17 cents. What? And, and I'm you like, almost didn't get the chips. And I'm like, I got the chips and I'm like, it came to $10 and 17 cents. And I walk in the house and I'm like, I'm quitting my job on Friday. I took oh that as like, my God, because I, the I... universe was telling me like, cause I was so undecided. And I kept going back and forth and I, that was a sign I needed. So I literally, two days later, I walk into New York City, I'm going down the subway, I walk into my office, I quit my job out of nowhere, they're like WTF. And, I, yeah. walk, and I, I was working at a big agency. So when, when you're at an agency, they just kind of let you go. That's it, like you're done. So I walk out and I'm walking down the subway and I'm like, holy shit, like I just quit my job. And I'm like, I'm walking down the subway and it's just me. Dylan's whole long hallway and there's a homeless guy sitting down 
as I get closer to him, he stands up and he looks at me and he's like, I'm getting emotional. He's like, I was blind, but now I see. Yeah. Oh my God. And that was it. I knew it was the right thing to do. Yeah. Wow. That my... message was totally meant for him at that moment in his life. It was just oh me and him. God. And he was, he was sitting there the whole time and actually looked back to make sure he was there and he was. Um, and that, and I, I was completely fine. And I was, that just allowed me to, to continue, continue to vibe uh, the way we needed to. And that was it. And that was it. And we, we were gone within the next three weeks. We literally picked up and left and gone within three weeks. Uh, sure. I seriously, one, Jen, when you were talking, had chills just like all over my body. And Matt, like how amazing that you both got to align together um, to really, you know, find your new path and like how brave that was, especially for you, Matt, to walk in and be like, I'm done. But you were so woke on, you know, working on yourself. And I feel mm-hmm. like that, when I listen to what both of you said in this story that came together is y'all were putting in the work and working on yourself. So of course you would see these signs. And a lot of times we're bogged down by our jobs. We're bogged down from just daily routine. So if you do something that shifts and you focus on you and your relationship and your family, I think that's when really like elevates. Cause I went through the same thing with like stopping my life and moving to LA, like just stop everything. Yeah. And right? I think, yeah, I, I completely agree. And I think to make a decision like this, you have to, you and your partner have to be aligned hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. Right? But I think and the, be in the right mindset. Yeah. And I think seeing Jen's transformation and over the years too, like I've watched Jen grow through her career as a boss, as, as a mother. And I always felt like she hasn't, she never really stepped into her power. I always felt like she was disempowered in certain ways and seeing this transformation and seeing her step into her power was so amazing for me to see that I honestly, she could have been like, let's move to China. And I would have been like, done. Yes. <laughs> yeah. you know, wow. like, you know, like I finally started to see her for the person that I always knew she was that I don't think she knew who she was. Mm. Um, yeah. So I think too, like just getting on that deeper level with myself and fully understanding that I'm not annoying you know, and like really uncovering those things and, and understanding those are old false beliefs that I've been lying and telling myself for so long. And once you step out of that and start making them more of an empowering statement, um, it just literally transformed my life and made me look at things from a a point of gratitude. So like everything in my life had stayed the same and just in practicing this mindset and really getting on a deeper level, emotional level with myself, and understanding like when Matt says certain things and I'm triggered by them, that's not Matt making me mad. That's me being triggered by my old wounds. And then therefore also understanding when somebody walks in at the office or a boss comes and talks to you and they're miserable and they're cranky and they're being mean to you. Well, they're not, it's not a reflection of you. It's a reflection of them. And so really understanding that just totally changed my life to the point where nothing in my life had changed and I had become the happiest person there was. I mean, I would sing to work. I would (laughs) sing home from work. I would like, my kids would come home and they'd be cranky and, and just being in that mindset transformed everything, even though nothing had changed. Right. Wow. And, you know, I have to say too, and I think because you were so in tune, we see signs all the time, but a lot of times we're not ready to receive them. So you did the work and the groundwork and laid that foundation for you guys to really be open enough to be able to see those signs. And I have to say that what you mentioned about the homeless man, that literally took my breath away. I just feel like we receive, I don't want to say receive, we, things are put in front of us when we're ready to receive them. And they come in all different shapes, forms, and sizes. And that man, bless his soul, literally gave you a gift. And that's what makes me so emotional because I feel like a lot of times we're not open to seeing things sometimes because of where they're coming from. And the fact that you were able to be so open enough to see that and hear that and be present enough to absorb the information and go home and say, that's it, we're moving. I'm just so blown away by. Um, I also am curious to know this because I'm sure a lot of people 
would like to know, you know, along this journey in this path, you know, of course you're, you're becoming an alignment and you're seeing that things are going in a positive direction. What does the fearful space look like? You know, going through it, did you run through times or, um, some pockets of when the fear sets in and then the mind starts to talk you out of everything that you just tried to work toward, just kind of talk a little bit about what that looks like, because we are trying to change people's lives here. And so if yes. someone wants to do something like this and they have the dream to move to LA or to move to New York City and whatever it is and, and do what they want to do behind the chair as an owner or whatever it is, how do they get from the space of aligning and then moving past the fear? Yeah. So I think I always thought like, oh, if I work on my mindset and I get to a certain point, like I'm there and I'm good. Like just keep going, (laughs) but it's not the case. It's something that you're working on forever and ever and ever. And so Matt and I were in such alignment. Like I was singing, the birds were chirping, the clouds, the sky. It was the most beautiful moment ever. We moved to California and then we got here and it was like, I live with my mom. I'm 36 years old. I just quit my job. I have two kids. How am I going to pay for their school? But all of these things, like reality came crashing down. We all sleep in the same room. I have no car. Like all of these things were like, holy shit, like, what am I going to do? How am I going to build our family back up to like where we were? Um, And so I know that when I get there, I need to now practice mindset. And so I went back to that place and I have a journal of reminding myself of all the magical moments that led up to this point to remind myself, like you are not here by accident. This did not happen by accident. And I would constantly revisit that and constantly work on my mindset. And then I would go and I would listen to an audible that I know pumps me up, right? Because your mind, they, there was this one lady I was actually listening to the other day. Um, and she was saying, like, you're, if you wait longer than five seconds, your mind starts to doubt a decision. And so don't wait longer than five seconds to make a decision. And so when you're sitting there and you're by yourself and you're with your thoughts, well, now you, you, you understand what it feels like to be in alignment and what it feels like to be out of alignment. Well, right now you're out of alignment. So now you have the tools. And the, the, it's all about the awareness and the awareness to say, I am not in alignment. These thoughts are not healthy. And even, even from the point of like, you are what you think about. So if that is true, which I truly believe <laughs> that you are what you think about, you yes. really become careful about everything you think about. Like down to, there was a Taylor Swift song on or something or Kelly Clarkson. And she was like, you ain't nothing till you got nobody. And I'm like, wait, what? I'm somebody all by myself. I had to shut her off. Right. Because I was that committed to my mindset. You know, I was that committed to nothing toxic getting in because I was at that fragile state of anything toxic, any person that was toxic, any song, anything on the TV, I would have broken. And I knew that. And so I just had to keep plowing through this mindset stuff and give my attention to nothing else other than this will happen. And I'm so excited for it. And in those, in those times of fearfulness, just kicking out the fear because you can't be in love and in fear at the same time. You're in one or the other. And so I would recognize, holy shit, I'm becoming in that path of fear. So how am I going tra- to change this right now? So I think that the key is awareness because it keeps happening, right? So then I talked myself out of it and I was completely in alignment. Birds are singing again. And then all of a sudden, you know, week five hit and I was like back in that dark place again of feeling like, is this going to happen? And, and what do I do? And it's taking a little bit longer than I think, even though it's not, you know, it's just, you feel like it's been forever. And so how do I build myself back up and really having Matt as a partner, as an accountability partner of like, you know, sometimes I'll say stupid shit and he knows that's not me. He's like, why are you saying that? You know, that this is our path and everything we're going through right now is, is growing us up to be in the place we need to be when, when things are, you know, really booming. And I know he's right. And sometimes I'm like, just shut up, you know? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's like having that accountability partner of reminding you of we, this is not for nothing. This is not for nothing. Like we didn't come this far to come this far. And I love that because it's like, this is what it takes to be great. And we know it. And so, yeah, there are some times where we're like, oh shit. But it's just that awareness and that accountability and, and digging yourself out of that, you know, that hole. Yeah, and, and I think... You know, for people who are thinking about taking on these these big jumps or these entrepreneurial ways, I think, um, you know, if you're in true alignment with your, what you're doing and you are doing what truly makes you happy and what is your purpose, it's not going to, like, you just need to trust the journey. 
because the universe has your back. Like if you're in true alignment, it, you're going to go through these rough times. You're going to have these doubts. You're going to have these like fear-based mindset. Sometimes and you just have to trust the journey because if you're aligned with what you're doing, it's going to work out. It will. I, uh, I am, this podcast is lighting me up because I feel like the universe, and I'm going to go there, brings people in your life when you need it. And Nina and I talk about this all the time, like we're on the phone or like we'll share it on Instagram. It's like how amazing that we are attracting like-minded individuals who yeah. are for the same thing. And I, the way, so I don't know if you notice this, y'all are really doing great at working on the way the words that you choose mm -hmm. to say. And it's so powerful because I feel like we can be so clouded, right? And those like moments about how to get back on track because we're human. And as most of us listening are artists. So we already have a, a worth issue going on <laughs> that we're working on daily, right? But I love, Jen, how you talked about, you know, your thing is writing stuff down like things that have happened so you can go back and re like reference it, like finding that like ebook or podcast that just like pumps you up that song that just like elevates you. Um, it's like, you have to have, you know, having Matt and your family and all of that. But I also want to say is like having everything, you know, that will save you. But even if you don't have a spouse, even if you don't have someone that is like close to you, we live in a beautiful world of social media and I have some of the most amazing connections and I've never met them. And we just built that relationship. So there's no reason to be successful now in the world of digital. So like if you're listening and you're like, oh, well, I don't have a Matt to my Jen or a Jen to my Matt or a Nina to a Justin or a Vince to a Jay, you do. Just speak up because no one knows who you are unless you tell them. And I love how you really defined, you know, what that like roadmap looks like when the fear sets in because it's so real. Mm -hmm. Can we pivot for a second? Let's do it. I've been good pivot. like ask this question because Nina, you're starting to work with your husband Vince and I have been working together for six years. So let's get real up in here. So y'all are <laughs> life partners, parents, best friends, right? And now business owners together slaying it. What, how do you create boundaries? And how is that like creative process? Like who decide, like, are y'all woke on like who decides to step up or in the beginning was it a little rocky? Like how long did that transition really take to really uh, I mean, good question. Great question. Um, well, we were fortunate too. We, so we both worked at the same beauty technology company, Millennium, for seven years together. So we found out then, and we were married at the time. So we found out then and early on that we loved working together. I think, yeah. I think the biggest thing for us is we completely knew, to your point, who is, where our weaknesses lie and where our strengths lie and who could pick us, each other up when we needed it. So that was a big step, right? Because we knew that. Um, number two, I make it a huge priority to bump her up as much as I can. I'm not in any way like she her success she's always been the breadwinner um right for the for the most part yeah and she's just she's <laughs> a, like she's an amazing woman like she doesn't i i don't have an ego i don't like as long as she's happy like yeah like i think it's about not having ego i think um i also understand like my emotional like triggers and where i was emotionally not there matt, being with matt gives me that much more confidence and I mean, yes. So since this journey, I've been able to have my own confidence and build myself up and be me. And now it's just even greater because now we just really enhance each other. And it's so funny because I had this conversation. I got a life coach actually eventually because I was so interested in this stuff and I really wanted to break myself open. Um, and I was talking to her one day after I had practiced all this mindset. And I was like, you know, I loved Matt before, but I really love him now because it's so true 
that when you can get on a deeper emotional level with yourself, you can only understand people at the emotional level that you're at with yourself. Yes. And so because I was loving myself so much, I was like, oh my God, I can love and appreciate Matt so much. And because I was practicing this mindfulness and understanding where my emotional triggers were, it just, uh, it just made us better leaders in general. Like if you're a good leader in life, you can manage life partners, you can manage business partners, you can manage your kids, everything kind of just falls into place. And so we just understood like, oh, you got pissed at that? That's a trigger from one of your past. And so like, you just have that deeper understanding. And now you're just, instead of attacking that person and going back and forth and arguing, you're like, okay, this is a trigger for you. Let me help you understand why. And let's figure out how to make this work in the future. And so that magic of mindset really fixes everything. Yeah. And so wow. we just work really beautiful. I mean, not every day is roses. And no, I was just, I was going to say hello. like, but, yeah. but at least we have the foundation to know that like we had a shitty day yesterday. Like let's get on that deeper level of understanding. Like, that's very surface. So like, let's get on the deeper level of really understanding like why we had such a shitty day, you know, and why those were emotional triggers for us yeah. and how we can fix this moving forward. Yeah. And, and Jay, you brought it up earlier too. It's just about, it's about being aware and I still have to, a lot of work to do. You know, Jen, she yeah. does a lot with the business and the kids definitely, I think gravitate more to, towards her. And I think she, you know, she cooks, she comes home, like she's the main caretaker, although I'm obviously very involved, but I think they, especially my five-year-old really gravitates more to Jen. And I think, you know, she's, always doing something like it's insane so i think it's just about being and there's times where i could probably be helping out more and maybe i want to watch the yankee game or yeah or i'm on so that's know. usually when i throw like an apple at his head <laughs> 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 and i'm like seriously you're sitting down right now right. um so it's like, like yeah. it's, it's just about but it's about being more aware and understanding you, you what know, your partner's going through and like and just, you know what helps too is like not taking everything so seriously so when we used to work at our old company together we would get into really crazy arguments like in the morning or the night before or whatever. Cause we have kids and the stress and the craziness we we're trying to get out to work on time. And then we would get to work and we'd be around all these people. Right. So you'd have to like shut it off done. And so we'd be fine. And then by five o'clock, I'm like, why the heck did I hate you this morning? Like I forgot. Yeah. And so it just really helps because now you just move, let's just move on. And so for those seven years, we had no, no choice, but to move on. So it really it's taught like, us. Close it off. Yeah. Yeah. Like it taught us like it, Clearly, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, I completely forgot why I hated you this morning. It was something silly, like <laughs> bring out the garbage or like, you know. So clearly, it wasn't that big of a deal. And so we really learned like this, like, and, and he, Matt is such a jokester too. So like when we're angry, like he'll do something silly or say something stupid. They're like, whatever. And we laugh because we're friends first, you know? Right. Right. And so I think all of that really helps. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned, so this is so perfect. This is a great segue because you mentioned the word ego. And I want to talk about that a little bit because the ego can be the cause of a lot of the reason why uh, a lot of us don't do certain things or, or we do certain things, right? Because the ego has can have such a hold on us. And I want to go in a little bit deeper and talk about the ego, because that kind of set in a little bit when you guys moved to California, because you mentioned that, you know, the dust settles, because when you make a decision to do this, the journey is great. You're going through it. You're packing your shit. You're getting your kids together. Wow. We're moving to California. It's going to be sunny and beautiful. Although it rained for like five months over the winter yeah, yeah. We got here around the same time. <laughs> and, um, but then you get there and the dust settles. And when you're quiet within yourself, the ego it wasn't even really so much the fear. The ego came in and said, oh my God, I'm 36. I'm home with my mom. I don't have a car. How am I going to build my, my family back up? We're all in one room. The ego crept in because now it's kind of like, okay. And not that you're comparing yourself to other people, but subconsciously we do that, right? Yes. I'm 36. I should be here. I should be married. I should be X, Y, Z. We put these expectations on ourselves. So I want to talk about ego a little bit because I know this has to do a lot with the emotional intelligence and personal development and growth, um, which is a lot of what I learned too with going to Tony Robbins last year. When that happens, what are, what are the conversations that you're having within yourself with the ego? Because it kind of is like the devil and the angel, right? On the shoulder. So can you kind of just walk us through that a little bit? 
Yeah. So when that happens, I mean, it just happened even recently. I'm like, everyone's on vacation and we're here. Like, you know, because it, it's like the whole world of social media and technology and being able to get a glimpse of everybody's beautiful life, you know, and not really the rea- reality of how it all goes down. And, and so the conversations I have with myself is I allow myself to be upset or hurt or whatever that emotion is, right? Like you can't not be emotional. You're an emotional being. And so I allow myself to feel that, but then I talk myself out of it of like, okay, like, these are the, these are the things, this is my valley because I, I'm going to experience greatness. So I like, I look at opportunity or I look at like, what are the things I can be grateful for today, right now? Well, yeah. my kids slept through the night and my kids wrote me a beautiful letter this morning or, you know, Matt helped me do something. And so I really just, I come from that place of awareness and I literally just dig myself out of that hole. And I, and I just, write down what, what am I grateful for? Or honestly, I ask the universe, like, I will literally like universe, please show me that I'm still in alignment. I'm still where I need to be. And weird things will happen. I'm not even kidding. I, people, some people might think I'm crazy, but it's like a hummingbird will like come out of a tree and like yes. go past me or, and I'm and now I'm looking for those signs because I've asked the universe, please give me something to get me out of this moment right now. Yeah, and you know. And I will ask for help and somehow it shows up or we were somewhere and our bill came out to 48, 48, $48, 48 cents. Or like something will always happen where I'm like, holy shit, did you just see that? You know? And so we have these magical moments. It's just like how tuned in are you? Ask the universe for help. I know it sounds crazy, but it will show up and it will deliver. And then it's like, thank you so much for yeah. that moment. You know, I think you brought up a good point too. I think I was going to say gratitude as well. Gratitude I, I think if yeah. that's a big thing helping with ego because you just like every night I go to bed and I thank the universe for everything I have, the kids, the family, this amazing business, the bed I get to sleep in, the health that we have. Um, and I think what we also did early on as we launched Canvas Recruit, we really kind of defined what success meant to us. And I think that really helped too, because it's not having millions of dollars or a giant house or a fancy car. It was three main pillars. It was more time with our kids, mm-hmm. uh, financial freedom, and making a, dif- making a difference in people's lives. And as long as we continue to do that every day, I think that helps keep the ego out because we are doing that. And, right. you know, and we've, it's been great, but I think, having that gratitude and practicing that every day and reminding yourself of all the great things you do have helps yeah. with that. Like the moment I wake up, it's like, you know how sometimes you just wake up and you're already like feeling like cranky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so if I had that moment, I will literally, that's my first thing I do is I wake up early before the kids because I know I need that moment to myself. I'll meditate every day. I meditate every day. I'm so stuck on the, my, my meditation literally gives me the mindset I need to make it through the day without those negative egos creeping in. Um, and so then I'll literally write down everything I'm grateful for. I mean, the sun, the coffee in my hand, like the, the beautiful chair I'm sitting in. I mean, there's always something to be grateful for. And when you're done with that, it's like, Oh, you know, things are great. You know? Wow. Yeah. And I love that you're like setting, um, with yourself up for success to like navigate this crazy world. Right. Mm-hmm. Because there's so much energy like coming back. Like I'm so inspired. Yes, me too. Like, I am so inspired. And I think that this, both of your stories and how you align together are going to change a lot of people listening. And I just thank you so much for like sharing and going there with us. Like I, I want to start, I, I already feel like I'm just living a positive space. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I'm at. But it's either like positive or like not. Yeah. I literally started visualizing negativity as a black cloud. Yeah. So like anything oh. bad was a, like I visualize I'm in black smoke right now. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. like step out of that black. And so like when it becomes a visual for me, it like is very easy to identify because like I feel yeah. blackness happening right here. So I'm going to get hang up on you. I'm going to turn this off. Whatever the case, walk away, leave whatever the case is and get myself back into that light. Do you, so it's just yeah. really identifying like this is not good right now. Do you visualize me in black smoke? There are times where really? you are in black smoke. <laughs> yes. There are times that I'm sorry. To I did you. not know that. So this is good. This is good. Yes. But what I love also is I, I what I can relate to and I, and I know Nina can, but like 
when I put my salon up for sale, I dropped my ego off at baggage claim and with no return address. Mm-hmm. I was like, go. I love like, that. I, I don't need it anymore. Like it doesn't fit in my life. It has gotten me to this point. I'm very grateful and all of that. But then once I did that, I was woke. And then I would start feeling energies around me. And I'm telling you, I was karate chopping people left <laughs> and right things, everyone out of my life. Uh-huh. I was like, doesn't, doesn't sit right. We're not yep. on the same level anymore. It's cool. Love you. I got to go. Like, yep. I was just like, nope, nope, nope. Like, yep. That's exactly I'm a yes person, but I had all the no's. You feel yeah. me? And, yeah. you got, and you know what's so crazy? So I'm, as you're talking, I'm looking at all of us. We are f- four people that have literally moved from the East coast to Los Angeles and you know, you guys and I, so Matt and Jen and I, we met, but it wasn't shortly thereafter, after we both moved to Los Angeles and we didn't even know each other. And I think it's so cool that we can share this story because we all have our own journey of how we got here and Los Angeles may be it for us. That may not be it for you. It may not even be that you have to move. It just be maybe shifting your mindset a little bit and making small shifts. They're not big shifts. You just have to do some small shifts, but I'm looking at this and I'm like, wow, this is so cool that we get to share in this moment together. And now we're all here in Los Angeles and we get to share the journey and hopefully inspire other people to live in their greatness and live their best life because there is Tomorrow is never guaranteed. So we have to do what we enjoy, what we love, what we thrive upon, what we believe in, what our passion is today. And so I'm inspired. And I thank you so much for being so open and sharing that because I love learning from other people. And I'm just kind of thinking like, wow, like you, Jay, I I also feel that I live in a very positive space, but I also have that anxiety that creeps in, which is black cloud, that negativity and learning from you and thinking, what are some of the shifts that I can make? to make Same. my life a little bit better and a little bit more bright and a little bit more positive and encouraging for myself and then for others too. So this has been really great. I, I have a thing. Let's do something really quick. And everyone listening, let's do something out loud. So if you're at Target, you're in your car, you're at the salon, wherever you're at, you have to say it out loud. Look at someone. I get to look at all three of you. Um, we are going to decide what piece of guidance and knowledge that Jen and Matt has given us. And we're going to say what we're going to work on because we have to have accountability partner, mm-hmm. right? So mine is allowing myself to wake up and be with myself mm. and meditate. I, I, I think that will definitely help me. I did it a while ago and it was amazing. And then you get out of rhythm. It's a lot of work. You have to be committed. So I'm really pumped about, I'm going to start with two minutes. Like yeah. that sounds if like very nice to me. Download <laughs> the Oprah app, the Oprah and Oprah, Oprah app. It's mm-hmm. an app and it's a guided meditation and it takes you through, actually they're doing one, a free one soon. So you got to get on there and they okay. guide you through. And it's just about making it a pattern. Like every day I wake up at this time, this is my pattern. I'm not going to get up and go get coffee. I'm going to get up. I'm going to get my phone. I'm going to meditate. And then I'm going to get my, like, it's just about making it that pattern. Okay. So I'm going to add that pattern into my life. So thank you so much. I'm like pumped. Nina, Ooh, what is I love that for me? It is more so, um, because I am a go-getter and I want to continue to grow and be successful and move and move, you know, move and shake and move and shake, right? What's next? What's next? What's next? Um, there are times when I really forget to live the attitude of gratitude. So for me, that is what I, I just picked that piece up from you guys with the whole gratitude space. And I do feel like I am so grateful, but I don't feel like I verbalize it enough. And I want to be able to do that. I think that's super important for me and my husband with the move here, you know, that was, um, uh, that was a, a journey for us to be able yeah. to do that and move here. And so I want to be able to, um, have more of the gratitude and the attitude of gratitude and verbalize it more. That is, that's yeah. what, that's it for me. Yes. I love it. that. Yeah. So good. So you guys keep talking. You guys are out in target, wherever you're at shopping at home. Yeah. Keep, keep it going, baby. You look at Cindy next to you. You let <laughs> her know what's good. You let her know. <laughs> you let Cindy know. That's, 
that's, this has been, I'm, I'm shook. Like this has been so, so good. Um, and we are just so thankful that you were able to share your truth and all of the goodness with us. So why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram, Facebook, all of that good stuff before we head out here. So I am at Jen Martinelli eight. I am at Matt Martinelli eight. And of course you can find Canvas Recruit at Canvas Recruit. Yes. Yes. And please make sure that you go follow them, check them out, check out their story, check out everything that they're doing really within the industry to help uh, stylists and salon owners really um, just grow within the space and feel empowered within the beauty industry. So as you guys know, I say it every single time. Uh, we're so thankful and thank you to everybody that has, has been leaving reviews on iTunes. We are so thankful for you. Yes. And if you haven't, and you would love to write us a review, we would love that too. Um, follow us on Instagram at Nina Tulio. And of course it's Mr. Jay Ladner. And if anything that you take from today, we hope, and we want you to make sure that you live in your truth and remember it is always okay to live your life out loud. Thank you guys. See you next time.